What's up, all you wonderful people? I'm back. Bonus episode. I caught you all off guard. Right now, you were thinking, oh, man, I'm only going to get my regular scheduled viewed. Well, you didn't view it. Listened podcast. But guess what? Thanks to MBT and all of my friends, I've decided to make another episode. And guess what? I'm going to do a follow-up of my last bonus episode. See, isn't this great? You guys are getting part two of the cheap decks. And I think this is one of my favorite things to do. Um, I watched MBT's new series, which is like, basically you get, you spin a wheel, you get a price, and you can only, you have to build your deck, your entire deck using that amount. Um, the newest episode or the first episode, they got five bucks and they had five bucks to buy an entire deck and play it. And I think that's such a cool concept. And so I wanted to take that and um, make three categories today. So we're going to have three categories. Our first one is cheap decks. I mean, decks that are less than like 10 bucks. Like none of the cards are remotely expensive. Um, with all of these decks, it gives you more room for staples. So you can buy these decks and you can pick up, since the deck is so cheap, you can pick up Effect Veilers, Ghost Ogres, you know, all the good jazz. And remember, these prices are just the cores. We're not going to uh, value in like staples and uh, hand traps because that's just a, a whole nother issue. And that's going to bring the prices of these decks skyrocketing. Next, we have Pretty Cheap. So there's like one or two cards that are like not really expensive, but still like not 10 cents. So these are the decks that are still going to be cheap, like extremely cheap. They're just not as cheap as these cheap decks. And then there's going to be cheap, but also not. So these are the decks that are going to have a, some expense to them. So like an 8 to $9 card. Or like the whole deck is like kind of not expensive, but at the same time you will have to spend a little money. Um, and I think that will round up the three categories. So, for our first category in cheap decks, first we'll talk about Appliancer, the King Scarlet Yu-Gi-Oh! Special. Now, I have this deck personally, and for anyone starting in the game and who doesn't understand Link Monsters, this is the perfect deck to pick up. Um, the deck is like pretty much you can get the whole thing for under six bucks. Um, not even six bucks. And also, uh, you could probably even get it cheaper. Honestly, you could get it from people at the card shop. So if you're rolling like, hey, you got appliance or cards, nine times out of ten, they just have it sitting in their bulk and they'll probably just give it to you. So this deck is kind of like a deck that relies around uh, link summoning. And they have like, they're all link ones except for one. One of them is a link two called uh, Appliancer Soloptopus. And they're like all like appliances, which is kind of funny. Um, but they all have different um, things they can do when they're co-linked and when they're not co-linked. And uh, they're pretty good. Like um, they're not going to beat a meta deck, obviously. Um, this is like a casual deck. You're not going to walk into a com super competitive locals and slap your appliancer deck down and win a couple games. Uh, probably not going to happen. However, um, if you're looking for a fun, casual, like having fun deck, like walking to locals, I don't care about my record today. I'm going to play appliancers. This is probably the deck for you. 
And uh, there's a lot of stupid cards uh, that do stupid things. Like Appliance or Laundry Dragon is the funniest card on the planet. Um, basically what it does is you don't take battle damage. Uh, neither player does. And when it runs into a monster, it basically uh, destroys the monster and then the opponent takes the damage <laughs> of the uh, opponent of their monster's attack points, which is really stupid. Um, for this deck, I actually usually run like Magical Cylinders, the trap from Burst of Destiny, and then Magical Cylinders because it's just funny. It's just a stun deck. It's stupid. Um, the next one is Numeron. This is actually an MBT's video. Numeron is extremely cheap and it's very annoying. Um, have you ever wanted to OTK off a field spell? Well, this is your one to do it. Um, essentially, it revolves around uh, two cards. Uh, well, a bunch of cards, actually. It's Numeron Network and uh, Numeron Calling. And basically, it summons like five or four uh, XEs out of your extra deck. And then um, they're each at 1,000, but every time they attack, uh, all of them get doubled. So like you can OTK insanely easy. A lot of people use Numeron as like an engine, um, but some people play pure Numeron. So um, it's extremely cheap, and it gives you some more options for your extra deck as well. Our next one is going to be Virtual World. I know I've crammed Virtual World down your throat a million times, um, but Virtual World, again, is extremely cheap. You can pick up the whole deck for like under 10 to 12 bucks. Um, the deck is still slightly rogue. Um, it can do a lot, um, but it is a little power crap. Um, but this is still one of my favorite decks. Um, also, it dodges the Adventure Engine, so a lot of people are actually playing this with the Adventure Engine. If you do want to go that route and spend some money, or if you already have it, um, essentially it targets your monsters, spells, or traps that like have Virtual World on them. You send the other type, you special summon, then you get another action, depending on um, what you targeted, which I think is a cool concept. Um, like, I, like I said, again, it's a Synchro deck and an Xyz deck. Um, it's really cool. Um, you, if you played Master Duel, you've probably seen it before, but it's really cheap deck. Um, it got reprinted in the 10s, so I highly recommend it. Um, the next one is Generators. So this is a new one. So Generators used to be super expensive, like... I used to have the whole core because I thought the deck was cool, but it used to be extremely expensive. But now it is dirt cheap. Everything got reprinted in uh, Ghost from the Past 2. So if your store has Ghost from the Past 2 bulk laying around, it's probably in there. All of the cards are under like 10 cents, 5 cents. Um, this strategy relies on the field spell. The field spell, every time your opponent draws a card, I think, it special summons a generator from the deck and then a bunch of tokens. It's kind of like a really cool art like deck too because the art is like representative of like video game bosses and stuff. Um, so I think that's really cool. And it also can be used as a side engine. In MBT's video, he actually mixed generators with Numeron to get it under like 10 bucks or 5 bucks, which is really cool. Our next one is Melfi. Melfi is extremely cheap and they got new support in Power of the Elements. So if you want to play a deck that got some new support and is really cheap and is super cute and cuddly, this is your one. Um, all I'm going to say is is um, Melfi, I think it's, uh, what is the, oh man, it's a kangaroo looking thing. It's, it's really good support and they have a synchro level four now. 
So um, if you're looking for like a cute deck that you you like cute stuff, you like cats, you like dogs, you like uh, stuffed animals. If you want to get your uh, girlfriend or boyfriend who likes cute stuff into the game, like this is how you do it. You, you slap a Melfi deck and their eyes will widen and they'll be like, must play this, essentially. And you can also mix this with Tri-Brigade, which we'll get to if you do want to go on a little bit more expensive route, but not so expensive route. So our next one is Speedroids. So Speedroids are extremely cheap. Um, you don't have to have a Baron, so you could probably play a bunch of other stuff. I think the only expensive card is Cork Shooter, um, but the rest of the cards are extremely cheap. Um, they're all printed in the, uh, what is it, Synchro Storm pack. So all the cards are extremely cheap. You could probably pick them up for in bulk, um, just like some of the Learless stuff. So I wouldn't even worry about the price. I would just pick it all up, and then that gives you more room for like generic Synchro Monsters, which this deck is extremely good at making. Speedroid is Synchro Turbo, and uh, also love the artwork. It's so cool. Next, we have Goki. So if you played during Goki format, you know what Goki does. Well, guess what? Goki does the same thing now. It just is not as good, and it's very cheap. Um, you could probably pick up the whole deck for under $10. Bucks. Um, it's really relied on making like big tower monsters, and Goki Rematch is a hell of a card. <laughs> and there are so many good cards, and they keep releasing... like support for it like that we literally just got new support for it a couple it was like in a spell car or something so konami is not giving up on this archetype our next category is pretty cheap so these are the decks that might have a couple expensive pieces slightly expensive not too expensive and this is the deck for someone who wants to spend a little bit more to get a little bit more the last decks we talked about other than like virtual world are not really competitive ish these decks are going to be slightly more competitive than the others. So our first one actually is Ancient Warriors. Now, Ancient Warriors, other than I think it's uh, the Double Dragon Lord, is dirt cheap. And the deck can do a lot. I actually have a guy at our locals named DJ, and he brings this deck. And he went like AO with this thing. Like, he was, he's going second turbo. Uh, but of course, he had a bunch of going second, like high value staples. But even then, you don't need that. You can pick up three common Dark Rulers. You could pick up Lightning Vortexes, Raigekis. They're really cheap, like going second cards. And you can make this deck really cool. It also has like a monster that's kind of like Masquerade. The, like it burns you every time you do an action which i think is extremely cool think about that for a second right like it's a whole deck that literally burns that's so cool and all of the monster artwork is really cool and it's based on like old like i think it's uh, i don't know if it's i think it's chinese if i'm not mistaken but i don't want to be wrong so don't quote me on that but I think that's what the artwork is based off of. So if you're really into like uh, like ancient lore, you would probably love this deck. Our next one is going to be the Dreaded Plunder Patrol. As much as I hate on this deck, um, it is extremely cheap now. The only card that is 
somewhat expensive is Emblem and then Blackbeard. Except Blackbeard's actually gone down, so it was at like eight or nine dollars. But last time I checked, it's down to five. So a lot of people are expecting this deck to kind of slow down, which is good for our budget players like me and you. And we can pick up the whole deck for like under thirty, under twenty, and that gives you room for hand traps and other stuff. And this plunder patrols are kind of based off of stealing archetypes from your opponent, or not archetypes. Why I say archetypes? Yeah, I'm gonna steal grave keepers. No, um, attributes. So they can summon out of their extra deck based on the attributes your your opponent has in graveyard or controls, which is really cool. Uh, a really cool interaction is you can actually summon Moark if they ash something because they have a fire engrave. Um, and the cards are super cool. Um, if you're an R matey, you probably love it. And you're a pirate. If you like to sail the seven seas and stab people for your own wealth, then go for it. Play that plunder patrol. Now, I will say the Adventure Engine is definitely not a must-have in this deck, but it makes the deck competitively viable. Whereas, if you're going to play Pure, it might not be as competitive without the Adventure Engine, but it's still going to be a good deck. Our next one, for all you Mega Minds out there, all you people that just want to read spreadsheets for the rest of your life, I have a solution for you. Have you ever wanted to prove your intellectual ability? Well, guess what? DDDs is here. It's DDDs are cheap. Um, a lot of it got reprinted in Ghost from the past too, and um, actually, unironically, in the new OTS pack, uh, Dark and Flame Genghis Khan, or why does I say Genghis Khan? Flame Genghis got reprinted, and those were like two dollar, three dollar cards at one point, and now they're dirt, like dirt cheap. Um, the only card that I know of that's still somewhat expensive um is let me check i'm pretty sure it is uh savon kepler um savon kepler is still somewhat expensive let's see here why do i suck at this okay i'm a dummy i can't I don't know what's happening. I'm trying to look up the card, but like, uh, it's it's moral of the story is it's not that expensive. Um, you can get the whole deck probably for under thirty dollars, and honestly, it's it's probably worth the money. Um, especially because Konami likes to release dumb uh, updates for each deck, so. Who knows? They might just like spit out some more DDD cards because they felt like it. Our next one, which a lot of people are expecting to get top of Rogue or bumped up, is Earth Machine. So Earth Machine is a really cheap deck. Um, a lot of people will um, have been like messaging me, telling me like, "Yo, why are you hating on the Earth Machine?" Look, I don't know much about Earth Machine. I couldn't tell you. All I know is they summon big guys like Ruin Force. I think that might be like the only expensive card in this deck because I think last time I checked it was like two to three dollars. It is. Yep. It's like 99 cents. So if you're willing to spend 99 cents, uh, you can get a really good card. Um, some of the expensive cards like um, Urgent Schedule were reprinted in the uh, Maximum Eldorado, and uh, Machina Metal Cruncher is actually 
a um, Prismatic Secret Rare in the 2021 10s. So you could probably get this whole deck for under 50, probably maybe under 30, to be totally honest with you. And it's going to be a very good rogue deck. And if you want to upgrade over time, you can definitely pick up the Therions because the Therions are machines. You pick up a Regulus, and that's an automatic Omnigate, and you don't even have to change your deck. You just added it. So, we reach our final category. Cheap, but also not cheap. So, these are the decks that I say the engine is cheap. However, the support cards to make the engine work are not cheap. So, we'll start with my favorite deck, Flunder. Flunder is extremely cheap for all you budget players. However, to play the deck optimally, you definitely need prosperity, you need duality, you need, um, in my opinion, dark rulers. You need a lot to make the deck work. And... You could probably get the entire core for under $30. However, all the support cards that come with it that you have to have for the deck kind of bump that cost up a lot. Now, you could play with Extrav. I don't recommend it, but you can. Um, and it might lower the cost there probably a lot. However, if you want to play the best version, you definitely need to play with um, Prospies. So, our next deck is Tri-Brigade. Do you remember when Tri-Brigade was everywhere? Me too. So, Tri-Brigade is a pretty cheap deck from what I looked at. Now, the only problem with Tri-Brigade is all their cards are actually going up. And here's the reason. Um, I can tell you now that... Farajit is going up because of Ultimate Slayer, and Kit was always like $4. So, if you're willing to spend that, and you're willing to spend a, a little bit of uh, money, just a little bit, not a lot, you could get this whole core for get max rarity probably for under 40, under 30. Um, however, to make the deck the best it can be, you definitely need some generic link monsters. You can play Shureg, so Shureg is definitely good, but you, you need a couple other, uh, extra deck monsters. And a lot of people have been mixing this with Branded, I think, right? It's like Branded and then Punk. So, uh, if you want to play the better version, you could definitely play that with Punk. Um, however, if you're just going for the bare bones build, you could definitely get this deck for probably under 50 and it's still a really good competitive rogue deck and I would highly recommend it. All right. The next one is Phantom Knights. So, um, Phantom Knights, they are known for being the most good, but not good deck. <laughs> uh, if you want something challenging, Phantom Knights is where it's at. So all of the cards are pretty cheap. I have not seen one other than... where What is your name? Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know a lot about Phantom Knights, but the only one that I saw was expensive was the Phantom Knights of Torn Scales. And I, I think uh, Rusty Bardish is a little expensive, if I'm not mistaken. Where are you, Rusty Bardish? 
I am disturbed. Yeah, so actually Rusty Bardiche is cheaper than I thought. It's like 25 cents. So honestly, the deck is pretty cheap. Um, would I recommend picking this deck up? Mm, yeah, I'd say so. I think it's a really good deck. Um, oh, my bad. I just noticed one other card that's a little expensive for some reason. It's the Trap Guard, the Phantom Knights of, of uh, Shade Brigadine. Why is this $2? Okay, well, either way, it's not expensive. Um, the best version is definitely the Adventure version, and that's what most people know and is probably going to be the version I would recommend. However, you do not have to play it with the Adventure Engine. And playing it pure, or... Yeah, I think playing it pure, and I think some people play... Oh, what do they play in it? I'm a big old dummy. I don't know what they played in it. But um, there's a couple extra, extra deck things that you need for it that may be a little expensive. However, I think the deck is a good budget option for you new players. And finally... The budget deck of them all. I like to call this deck the most budget deck of all time. Because no matter what I do, I swear to God, this deck is like cheap and it's effective. I have never seen a deck so cheap, but yet at the same time so competitive. And it's so stupid. But the deck is so good. And I can't say anything about it because it's just that good. And we're talking about Salomon Great. Salomon Great is the fighter that will never die. How many times has Konami punched and kicked this deck and it still survives? I don't understand it, but Salomon Great is an amazing deck, and it's still meta right now, which is crazy because I'm pretty sure it was le released like two to three years ago, and the deck is still relevant. And they honestly just got an unhit because Circle went to three, I'm pretty sure. So Salomon Great is a link-based deck um, that relies on... Basically, it's a control deck, and it can also OTK with access code. However, um, access code is out of our price range here. So you can play Pyro Phoenix, and off the Sanctuary, it'll basically blow up your opponent's board, which is a really cool option if you don't have that. Or um, another good option is Topologic Ziboros. Uh, this is a really good um, like extra deck staple that I think will honestly be worth buying even if it's like 10 cents because honestly i picked it up when i first needed a boss monster for this deck also another cheap option it's not too cheap but boral sword uh boral sword's like five six bucks i think and honestly it's not going to give you access code because access code is its own card its own ridiculous dumb card but boral sword is a close second and i would totally recommend boral sword so where does that leave us with you guys today? I wanted to give you guys some budget options because I know it's hard to start Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, if there was one thing I could tell you when I started Yu-Gi-Oh, it's like, man, these prices just blow your brains out, right? Because you look at like a relevant meta deck today and it's like $1,000 if not more. Um, I can tell you now my Flunder deck is probably $500, $400. Um, however, you don't have to have an extremely high budget ceiling to play Yu-Gi-Oh. You can always start small and work your way up. I started small and I worked my way up. And here I am now about to drop $180 on Ultimate Slayers. God bless me. 
But honestly, starting slow and working your way up is probably the best way to start. And I think for everybody who listens to my podcast, I totally recommend you go check out your locals. You're going to meet some awesome people. And honestly, you might even be able to get these cards cheaper because a lot of times locals want people to come and they're willing to help you out if you're willing to come. And I know for me, I got a lot of these decks for cheaper than they should have been because I came to locals and I was starting it out. I got my Virtual World Core for 10 bucks because literally it was when the 10s came out and my friend Devin was like, yo, I'll just give you this deck for 10 bucks, like everything extra deck and all. Because I know you're starting out and know you want a good new deck to play. And I was like, man, Diamond Wrestlers have served me well. But I definitely need to move on to something more competitive. And you can definitely always take that step. But at the same time, I understand there's a lot of people who don't want to take that next step. Who want to play cheap, cool decks that, yeah, I'll lose a bunch of locals. But who cares? Like, I'm having fun. And if I can make an opponent rage quit because I flipped the magical cylinders and then doubled the damage, and I appliance or laundry dragon Tim for game, then you should be able to do that too. And you should be able to go to your locals and be the cancer that you've always wanted to be. So, that's what I wanted to leave you guys with. How did you like the bonus episode? I thought it was kind of cool. I thought it was kind of cool, wavy, you know. Um... Since I got like five minutes left, I'm going to plug myself. I'm going to plug myself by this. Please, 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 please do the polls on Spotify. I really want to answer some questions. Um, thank you, Isaac and Steve, for leaving questions on the last one. I really appreciate it. And I, I would love for you guys to leave Spotify poll comments because I just want to see some interaction. I know you guys have been DMing me, and I love it. Please keep doing that. Um, I'm sorry if I haven't gotten to your guys' messages. Like, I'm trying to balance everything, you know. And I'm also um, slowly, slowly working on a surprise. Um, I've been kind of, like, building my own, like, makeshift studio. Ooh, you know, fancy. Um, but I might be starting to live stream these episodes or, like, put them on YouTube or something. And I want to get some hosts, like, some extra people. Because um, I want to give you guys the best content. And the best content is not hearing me talk to myself for 30 minutes, right? You guys want to hear competitive you want to hear rogue like you guys want to hear from like a different point of view so i'm going to be trying to get some of my friends on the podcast um i'm going to be trying to get some content creators if you have if you guys are a content creator hit me up like i would love to collab um i still am new with the audio software and stuff like that so we may have to do like record discord call or something um but I definitely want to bring this podcast and make it better. And I want to thank for thank you everybody who helped me along the way. You guys are awesome. Um, a big shout out to you guys. And also, I wanted to uh, tell anybody that whoever is going to the Richmond Regional on August twentieth, I will actually be there. Um, hit me up on Twitter if you're going, and we can like hang out, take some pictures, like whatever you want to do, like. I'm down to a duel, you know, I'll bring my Abyss Actors or something fun to play if you just want to play for fun. Um, I have a goat deck now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, my locals on Friday started doing, like, uh, goat. So I bought uh, Pac-Man for, like, I traded my friends for Pac-Man cards, which is, like, hilarious because I can't wait to use it. Um, But other than that, I want to thank you guys for listening. Please, 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 please check me out on Twitter.
Uh, it's at Killer Metal YGO. Um, I post a lot of random dank shit on there, so like, hit me up if you got a meme to share. Tag me in that shit. It'll probably be hilarious. Let let everybody know. Let let everybody know. All right. And uh, thank you guys for watching bonus episode number two. Peace.